the beauty of love is the more you have it, uh, it has absolutely zero impact on your neighbor's ability to have just as much of it. It's an infinite resource. It's an infinite energy resource. And your having more of it will, in all probability, lead to other people around you having more of it, whether they're your spouse, your children, the cashier, the grocery store, your neighbor, your coworker, because people who are happier in their romantic relationships are definitionally more inclined to be kind. Hello, and welcome to the Art of Living Well podcast. I'm Stephanie May Potter, and I'm here with my co-host, Marnie Dachis-Marmet. We created the Art of Living Well podcast to empower you to live your happiest, healthiest, and most authentic life. Each week, we will bring you inspiring and motivating conversations covering health and wellness topics, including fitness, mindset, food, travel, product reviews, and strategies from a variety of experts, including our own bank of knowledge. We are excited to educate, motivate, and inspire you to change the way you perceive health and discover your art of living well. Get ready to feel inspired. Hello, and welcome to episode 112 of the Art of Living Well podcast. Here we are a few days after Valentine's Day, and I just want to share the love and thank you all for listening to our podcast. I know we have a lot of new listeners out there and I want to welcome you and we are so grateful that you're tuning in today. A little background here, Stephanie and I are both certified integrative health practitioners and certified health coaches and on this podcast we love bringing you new ideas and new practices and tips from both our guests and our own experiences and we hope that you can start to implement some of these tips and strategies from our shows and start to discover what brings you joy and really start your journey to find your own art of living well. We are here as your health coaches and we're really looking to make a direct impact on your daily life. If you have any questions or suggestions for us, please reach out via email, theartoflivingwellpodcast at gmail.com. We would absolutely love to hear from you. And now let's welcome today's guest. Tal Zlatnitsky is a lifelong innovator and all-around curious person who has launched a number of very successful startups. In addition to his professional accomplishments, Tal has been active in political causes promoting opportunity for immigrants, fair wages, and fair taxation. He is the proud father of three amazing kids, and he is now the founder and CEO of Love Igniter and relationship wellness startup R.Love. R.Love Company is building a relationship wellness technology platform informed by science and infused with fun that is focused on helping couples love more and better. We had such a great conversation with Tal. We learned all about what prompted him to start the company and we talked all about the app that's launching and how it's a gamified you know, relationship wellness platform experience. It's kind of like a wellness tracker, but it's for your relationship. And we, I, we talked a lot about the goals of the company. And I love how he says that they envision a world where everyone can give and receive as much love as they are capable of giving and receiving through access to knowledge, tools, and most importantly, fun. Like what a great goal. And they have tools, you know, they have podcasts, they have blog, they have, you know, this wonderful app that's launching. 
And they also have meditations that you can do with your partner. We love that the app is helping busy people communicate more lovingly with one another. And I know Stephanie and I are both so excited to try out this app with our respective spouses. So let's dive in and hear more about it with Tal. But first, a quick word from our sponsor, Thrive Chiropractic. I was first introduced to Thrive Chiropractic over five years ago for kinesiology-based food sensitivity testing. I was so amazed by this non-invasive and inexpensive technique that I took my son to have testing done, which confirmed some of his food sensitivities. Both my son and I now have regular tune-ups, and even my leery husband has felt the immense benefits from receiving chiropractic care, including cupping. With over 25 years of clinical experience, the doctors at Thrive Chiropractic, located in Minnetonka, Minnesota, combine their passion for wellness with a strong expertise in effective treatment approaches. When you first come to Thrive Chiropractic, the doctors are focused on helping you feel better as soon as possible, and they recognize that one type of treatment or technique does not work for everyone. Your comprehensive exam, personal goals, and individual concerns Help the doctors tailor your custom treatment plan for maximum results. Thrive Chiropractic's integrative approach offers holistic and effective healthcare with a full spectrum of complementary products and services, including acupuncture, massage, food sensitivity testing, CBD, and premium supplements. As a special offer, Thrive Chiropractic would like to invite listeners of our podcast to experience the gift of health with a $25 new patient visit, which includes the initial consultation, a comprehensive exam, any necessary x-rays, and first adjustments. Simply visit the website at www.thrivechiromn.com or call 952-746-5612 and reference the Arts of Living Well podcast. When you're seeking effective, non-invasive treatment approaches to support your health goals, let Thrive Chiropractic be your partner in wellness. Call or book online today. Hi, Tal. We are so excited to have you as a guest on our podcast today. Um, I love that we connected through John Passman, who is a friend of mine and a friend of yours. And when he was explaining to me our dot love company, I was so excited about what you guys are doing. And I knew that I wanted to have you on our show to talk about it. So thank you for taking the time to come today. It's my pleasure, I'm honored to be here. Um, so everyone has a story and I'm guessing yours is quite a long one because I know you <laughs> are a serial entrepreneur, but if you could just share with us what led you to where, you know, to start our dot love company. A great question. Uh, thanks again for uh, having me on. Uh, what led me to start our love company was my own inadequacy and failure at love. And for someone who has spent most of his life chasing success and uh, endeavoring to do more in the world, um, the extent to which I wasn't doing well at love really gnawed at me. I just failed at my second marriage. I uh, was married for nearly 20 years. Uh, after a very uh, short-lived earlier marriage, which uh, resulted in two beautiful daughters that I'm incredibly proud of uh, and that my wife and I raised. Even though my wife and I were both successful, talented people uh, that did well in almost everything else in our lives, 
we didn't do love well. And as our relationship was winding down, it was one of these things that simply didn't make sense to me. Uh, why wasn't it something that I did better with? And, and why is it that so many of us do so poorly with love? The data is overwhelming and it's, it's overwhelming in a direction that isn't commonly discussed. We, we often hear about the 50% of marriages that end in divorce. What we don't often hear about is that only 10% of relationships are considered healthy and happy according to research. So even among relationships that remain intact, we don't do very well. Uh, we are not as happy as, as we could be. And the data to support why loving more and better uh, is a benefit is clear. People who are in better relationships live longer, are happier. Uh, they tend to earn more money. They tend to be better parents. They tend to be better employees. Uh, and yet, for whatever the reason, we have not done love well. And so as I was looking at, at it as a person who had failed himself, it occurred to me that we have learned to use technology to support almost everything that matters to us over the course of the last couple of decades. And yet, when it came to love, for one reason or another, it still is considered, you know, something that you don't do online. Um, we find love online. For some reason, we don't nurture love online or using technology. And uh, it felt pretty obvious to me that that was an opportunity. So what I found in the marketplace were point solutions, very well-intended point solutions to solve individual aspects of relationships and love. There isn't a consolidated platform that will give us the opportunity to manage our love and our relationship and our family in a consolidated manner. And that seems to be an opportunity to me. So that's why I went there. Well, okay, I love... I love what you just shared and thank you for being so vulnerable with, you know, using your own life experience. And, you know, you talked about your failed relationships or marriages to then put forth all that energy and passion that you've had from all your other businesses into this new one and being so innovative. So I'm excited to dive in and talk more about this because I think it's really going to help and benefit so many people out there, and I was shocked with that statistic that you just mentioned that 10% of relationships, only 10% of relationships out there are deemed to be happy and healthy. Um, and is that is that worldwide or do you see any differences within the US versus in other cultures? I'm just curious. So it's, it's based on a study that was published in September of 2019. Uh, Psychology Today ran an article about it. I, I would encourage you to look at it. It's, it. To my knowledge, it is based on the United States, but I don't think we're unique. Uh, I, I focused a lot of our attention as a company initially on the U.S., although we do have global ambitions. We think love is absolutely uh, something that is uh, on the minds of uh, adults um, in every type of culture worldwide, and, and the opportunity is great. But in the United States, uh, the data is, you know, it's, it's, it's it, in every direction you look, you find data that is uh, disorienting, right? We spend $13 billion a year. Uh, in the U.S. breaking up, $13 billion. Um, wow. we, we, um, we are not seeking therapy. That's one of the amazing data points. I, maybe because I came from uh, you know, a background where therapy was uh, you know, par for the course, I, I, my, my wife and I did seek therapy. It didn't work for us. Uh, but the fact is that less than one in five couples will actually seek therapy for their marital difficulties. And 
they still wait an average of six years. Uh, and enormous damage uh, is typically, there's a degree of damage that occurs over a six year period when you don't deal with the problem mm-hmm. that makes it very hard to deal with. Imagine if you, if you consumed, uh, you had a heart problem and you just continue to eat uh, French fries for six years before you decided to go to a cardiologist. It doesn't make any sense. But uh, that's what people do. And for that reason, uh, while therapy, I think, is, is extremely valuable, and I would like to see more people take advantage of it, and we, we intend to integrate a lot of relationship science into our app. It's going to be a relationship science-focused underlying product. Uh, for one reason or another, people aren't going to therapy. When only one in five couples go to therapy, uh, that indicates that a therapy-only solution is, is not going to check the box. It's not going to solve problems. So our view was... We're going to have to create a solution that gives people a reason to keep coming back. Um, the fact is, it's not uh, it, it's not that we have to imagine a way to solve relational difficulties. The relational relationship science is is relatively well advanced. There's a lot of great knowledge out there and very talented people, including some that are on my team, uh, that will tell you that we pretty much know what we as individuals and as couples need to do to be happy. The challenge is that what we need to do in, in, the, in, in most cases is not uh, one dimensional. There are seven dimensions, to, seven skills that our scientists at our love have identified as uh, being meaningful for uh, a relationship to be happy. And we need to move the needle in each of those seven. And it is about being persistent. It is about being engaged. Um, the challenge people face, whether they go to therapy or not, is that or they read a book as an example, is they may have a spurt where they are, in fact, leaning into the relationship and they're moving in some sort of a positive direction, but they can't sustain it. The objective of the app is to bring people back in, and we're going to do that through gamification and fun. We're going to make our app as exciting to look at and as interesting to be involved in as, hopefully, some of the social tools and or games that people are occupying themselves with. So, ideally, we'll give you entertainment and we'll help you strengthen your relationship. So... That sounds amazing. I'm wondering if we can dive into the app you're launching, um, which I know you've described as, you know, a gamified experience, a relationship wellness platform. Um, Can you tell us about the app and how it's going to guide couples to improve their relationships? I I can. Um, The the starting point for our app, and actually, again, goes back to my own uh, reflections on my own relationships. The starting point is a relationship wellness tracker. And in time, this is going to be a, 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 an increasingly intelligent tracker that will depend not only on your direct input and your partner's direct input, but also on uh, measures that we are uh, able to garner out of your involvement with the app, your participation with the app, from uh, ranging from how you communicate to each other, uh, to how much you interact with each other, to how quickly and how enthusiastically you respond to a suggestion from your partner for something you can do in the app, et cetera. So we really believe that knowing where you stand on each of those seven critical skills in real time is a significant value proposition. People are going to want to come in and get engaged with the app because the relationship wellness tracker will tell you and tell your partner where you stand in real time. And our intent is to build a tracker that allows you to look backwards. You can see where you've been and whether you've made progress or you're going in the wrong direction. And also forecast where we think you're going based on your engagement with the app and give you some prompts to say, look, you're trying to really improve, uh, you know, uh, in one area, let's say communication. Uh, Here are some things you can do to speed up uh, how quickly you can get to your goal in this area as opposed to uh, if you did it the way you're doing it now, it might take you two years. But if you you follow these 
uh, recommendations and suggestions, we can cut that number down to six months. So the relationship wellness tracker is a really, really fundamental core part, and we've integrated it right into the heart of the app. The app, th th that tracker and most of the other app exists within a, uh, a virtual relationship house, right? So there's been talk lately about the metaverse. It's, that's a, you know, I believe that Facebook actually is changing its name to Meta, uh, incredibly enough. Uh, but the objective is is sensible. We we do have a you know a real physical existence in this world. We also have a virtual existence, and our view is creating a virtual relationship house for you and your partner to play and support each other and and learn together and exist together makes a lot of sense. Uh, we see it as a game in the sense that it's it's a very similar to home design game, a game that's popular with men and women. Uh, so you'll have the opportunity to, to create and decorate a, uh, a home of your dreams, maybe a vacation home if you participate long enough and, 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 and uh, uh, are able to advance in stages within our app. But at a minimum, you're going to have this, this beautiful and fun relationship house within which there are going to be things you can do uh, with each other and for each other, things you can do on your own to improve your own skills, uh, games you can play, uh, content that is uh, scientifically valid. Uh, delivered to you in, in a concise way. We, we were very mindful of the combination of how busy people are and how short people's attention span is. And so we're going to deliver what we're calling Axios-like conciseness, a, a plug for Axios, uh, where effectively we're going to give you what you need to know. We're going to give it to you uh, very quickly and in, in, in a manner that's easy to digest. We're going to give you love coins for engaging with the content and engaging with your partner. And you can use those love coins to buy furniture in the virtual store to decorate your home, but also to give gifts to your partner. So it's just, you know, a combination game, relationship wellness tracker, and then it's surrounded with utilities because the fact of the matter is we do need to engage with our partner um, on things ranging from our calendar, our children's activities, perhaps date night. Uh, maybe we need some help uh, planning events, um, et cetera. We're going to build a universe of utilities around that. So this platform will check off, our goal is that this platform will check off all the boxes when it comes to your relationship with your significant other. It sounds so cool. So I'm not a gamer, right? Can you mm -hmm. kind of almost walk us through an example? So maybe what's one of the top goals that relationships or that couples in a relationship have? And then maybe play it out, like, do you set it up? Like, do you have these goals that you both agree to? And then all yeah. the pieces kind of fall from there? That's a great Just question. So, 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 so the gamification aspect, by the way, uh, you'd, you'd be surprised. It turns out that we are all much more, uh, we are gamers to a point, right? All, almost all of us are involved in gaming if you define gaming a certain way. Uh, so uh, you'll be surprised. I did I love think, Miss. Yeah. I did love the games back in the '80s, Miss Pac-Man, uh, and you know Donkey Kong, and all those. So maybe I'll just revert well, I, back to my yeah. I, and Zelda. You, you, know, you know what's interesting about you liking those games is those games are oftentimes about advancement and uh, you know essentially keeping ahead of something. Uh, this is really the underlying principle here as well: keeping ahead of potential relational difficulties. Um, so a, a typical example or a typical. Uh, experience for a user will be uh, the first time you come into the app where we're not going to deluge you with a bunch of surveys and questions. We're not going to ask you to give us your credit card. Initially, you come to the app. Uh, it's going to be very light. It's, it's, it's not a heavy lift to get involved. And you're exposed to the relationship house within which are, are a variety of items that uh, will expose you to some content. And as you, as you interact with the content, 
you're going to earn love coins, which you can use to decorate the house or, or uh, buy gifts for your partner. Um, but in effect, once you're in the app on a day-in, day-out basis, once the app has become your virtual home, what we're going to do is we're going to work with you and your partner to not only identify where you are in the seven core relationship wellness skills, and, and one of them will be quality time as an example. So let's use quality time to uh, the example you're looking for. Perhaps for you, quality time needs to be number one. Uh, and uh, It does, actually. I just well, did the quiz and read the book. So <laughs> There you go. There you go. So if quality time is really important to you, you and your partner will uh, be able to rank that as number one among the seven in your own relationship tracker. You will both, and unfortunately, there's no place to start but except for where you tell us you think you are. And so for starters, we're going to ask you both to rank where you expect that, where you believe you are at this point. And you're going to see your and your partner's score. You're both also going to be asked to set a target. What is your goal, right? This is where you are six months from now. Where would you like to be? Now, sure, we could, you could say, well, everyone's going to want to be at 100%. That isn't necessarily true. There are going to be certain things that are going to be more important to you than others. And we recommend that you don't overreach and try to improve everything all at once. Focus on the two, three things that are most important to you, improve there, and then add as you go. Uh, once you've identified those things that are important to you, when you come into the app, if your partner has been in the app and is engaged with some of the content, your partner will be able to direct you to content that they found useful and helpful. And so you come into the app and you're going to be given a, some recommendations of things that your partner suggests that you take a look at. When you take a look at it, both you and your partner earn love coins because it's, it's great. It, our objective with the love coins, in addition to making it fun, is that it's about, it's about letting you know that you're making progress, right? So every time you've earned something, it is because the underlying science says you've definitely taken a step in a positive direction. And the fact is this, the mere fact that you're in the app working with each other is in and of itself a step in the right direction, a huge step in the right direction. People don't quite appreciate just how much it means to their partner that they lean in at all, right? So the act of leaning in at all is already something that will improve your relationship. So one aspect is we're gonna expose you to content that your partner recommends. The other is going to be based on the priorities you've set and the goals you've set. We're going to expose you to content that our scientists recommend. And it's going to be machine learned. So as you interact with content, you're going to tell us what you think about it. And the content is going to be a two-minute video, a, a one-and-a-half-minute read, um, you know, meditation. We're going to have a, a couple of meditation series led by an incredible meditation expert, Brian Israel. Um, so you're going to engage with that content. You're going to earn more love points. We're going to learn more about you. And you're going to play games, hopefully, with each other. You're going to play in events, hopefully, with each other. Uh, and as you do these things, we're, we're going to continuously assess where we think you are, and we're going to tell you where we think you are. And you're going to hopefully go offline and have a conversation. We're making some progress, or we're not making some progress. What do we want to do about that? Some of the games we're bringing the bear out of the gate are games that are going to help you get in touch with your emotions. So the first game that we're going to be introducing, and they'll be introduced in time for our uh, inaugural product launch on February 14th of 2022, Valentine's Day, uh, is a game based on, uh, it, the game has been around for, for a little while. It was developed by a, a talented company out of Latvia. Uh, we are essentially resetting the game. And it's a game that will help you identify the emotions you're experiencing during a conversation with your partner. You select a topic, you have a, a free-flowing conversation, and then you will get a reading and it'll tell you what emotions you, you ex, uh, experienced. As silly as that may sound to some people, well, I know what emotions I experienced. I was there. Um, the fact of the matter is most of us actually are not as in touch with our emotions as we should be. Some of that is because we have, for the most part, many of us have suffered childhood trauma. 
Uh, childhood trauma is a very widespread variable and it impacts relationship, uh, it impacts adult communication and impacts relationships in ways that most people don't understand. For some reason, we all go into our relationships with almost without regard for what a partner experienced. And we assume that our partner is a middle of the road adult uh, and we could just have, a, you know, we could just uh, approach it that way. They're just average. Well, none of us are average. All of us are exceptionally unique. And being able to take into consideration your partner's background and experiences, particularly childhood trauma, uh, we think is quite critical. One more significant variable is as you, as you enter the app, you're going to tell your partner how you're doing. There's a daily, uh, we're calling it a weather vane. It's essentially a, this is how I'm doing today, reading. Uh, and if you're enduring the course of the day, if your day is getting worse, you're going to be able to update that. And what that does is it will alert your partner. And as we go, our intent is not just to let your partner know, um, you know what, Marty's having a bad day today. But ideally, we're going to give your partner some specific suggestions on things that they can do to help Marnie through a difficult day. And our objective ultimately is pretty straightforward. If you wanna have a happy relationship, let's start with a clear variable, safety. People need to feel safe to be themselves. The next one is respect. I need to feel like when I'm experiencing something, my partner cares about that. And you know what, in one variant or another, it is acts of service, right? Some people will say, oh, I don't really care about that. Yeah, you do. The, the, the act of service may simply be your partner acknowledging uh, how you're doing and making themselves available, letting you know, you know, how can I help? I'm interested in helping. Better yet, I have a suggestion. I'm going to give the kids a bath tonight. I'm going to make dinner. Uh, you know, I know you've had a rough day. Those types of things we think are going to be incredibly impactful for an average relationship. Oh my God, I love this. Like, I can't, I can't wait to unpack even more. I can't <laughs> wait to use this app personally. You know, and what I like about it, and we talk about like, people being on their phones too much and you're not engaging enough in person. But at the end of the day, this game, this app is going to actually help spark more conversations that are not taking place, right? And I think sometimes it's those difficult conversations or especially for parents out there that are busy with work and kids. Like, I'd love to know if my husband had a bad day before he walked in the door. Like, yeah, I may be able to read it, but I'll have a much better, more empathetic you know, a tone and just like doing something maybe to help little because you know they, they've had a bad day. Like, I just think this is like, this is amazing. I mean. Well, thank you. And, and we're very yeah. excited about it. And the team that's, that's worked on this is, is, uh, is a team of incredible people. Uh, we have the chief medical director of employee health and well-being at Johns Hopkins, Dr. Richard Tafir, who's a co-founder and a member of the board and uh, the executive head of the science committee. And our science committee includes folks like Dr. Jim Cohn and Dr. Leanne Campbell and uh, Dr. Chris, uh, Kristen Thiem, who are extremely well-respected scientists, and uh, Dr. Larry McCullough, who's our uh, chief science officer. These are really, really talented people that have spent their lives focusing on how to help people improve their relationships. Dr. McCullough founded uh, the Pine Tree Institute, which is one of the leading voices in the world of the impact of uh, childhood trauma uh, on adult communication. So we feel like we've got some remarkably talented people uh, on the team. Uh, and you know what? My skill, my expertise, I mean, I, I have a layman's understanding of relationship tech, uh, science. Uh, my expertise is in bringing together very talented people and having them uh, and, and creating the environment that, that uh, fosters growth and, and innovation and, and boldness. Uh, you know, it, it's on the one hand, when I started telling people that I was thinking about starting a love company, uh, some reacted with skepticism or downright cynicism. Really, you're going to, you're going to. 
who do you think you are? You're God. You're going to prove love. The truth is this. <laughs> the truth is this. Love is no different than any other uh, uh, area of our lives where there is a uh, there is an empty and a full end of the spectrum. Uh, it, it is almost always something where there are things you can do to take steps in the right direction. And I want to be clear uh, that I'm not talking about relationships that are toxic. I'm not talking about relationships where there is either physical or verbal abuse. Those types of situations require professional intervention. Mm -hmm. uh, we are not going to be able to take an abuser and make him a non-abuser. And we're not even remotely attempting that. Our mission is straightforward. The vast majority of relationships involve people of goodwill uh, who are ideally uh, interested and would prefer to stay in their relationship with their uh, current significant other and given the opportunity to feel closer, to act more loving and feel more loved, would embrace that with, 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 both, with both hands. And, and so our intent is to create an environment where those people have the opportunity to get closer to each other. And you're absolutely right, Stephanie. Ultimately, once people feel closer, once the barriers to vulnerability, and vulnerability is one of the seven skills, once the barriers to vulnerability are broken down, and they tend to be broken down through goodwill, through effort, through progress, through persistence, it is amazing uh, how much more intimate your relationship with your significant other can become. And that builds even more resiliency and builds even more underlying strength in your relationship. And that, that gives you the, the wherewithal to, to, to sustain bad days and bad weeks and bad months. And those occur. Our goal, though, to be clear, is to minimize and mitigate the amount of days, hours, and certainly months where people are uh, knocking heads. There's no reason for that. There are better ways for people to uh, express their concerns to each other, do it respectfully, make sure that your partner feels safe, safe to feel that what whatever they have to tell you, they're not going to be shamed about it. You're not going to uh, second guess their exp uh, experience. You're not going to tell them they're wrong. Ultimately, it's about absorbing what, people, what your partner has to say to you, recognizing it as their reality, and then with full respect, trying to move forward in a positive direction. Our goal is to foster as much of that as possible. And the fact is, that is possible. Technology can help in that. Therefore, you know, ergo, we can improve love. So even if it might seem like this is a, you know, you, you know, a, a mission of creating more and better love in the world might seem foofy. The fact is, I'm completely confident the couples that come in and engage are going to be able to do it. And by the way, in some cases, it won't be a couple out of the gate. It, it will be one. One member of the couple that, that, that feels, you know what, I'm ready and I'm going to get engaged and I'm going to go ahead and download this app and I'll start engaging with it. And you get to choose when you bring your partner in. You, you get to choose. It's not, it's, you don't have to start with your partner if you don't feel your partner's there yet. You can start and you can make progress and then you can bring your partner in and let your partner know, you know, have you noticed how over the last few weeks I'm more patient, I'm listening better, I'm asking you more questions. It's because I'm working and here's where I'm working. I'm working in this app and it's designed for us. Come join me. Let's do this together. Wow. This is amazing. So I, I have some questions about how that works. So sure. you download the app. It asks you questions, I'm assuming. To... Very few out of the gate. We, we you okay. know, a lot of the apps out there will, will, you know, and they're great apps, right? Like new, they'll ask you a lot of questions up front and, and you really need to, you know, we feel that bringing you in 
is a really important first step. And, and we'd rather bring you in, embrace you, not overwhelm you, give you the opportunity to, to you know, gingerly walk in our virtual home and experience some of our content. That's our starting point. From there, sure, we'll start asking you questions. We'll start giving you opportunities to tell us how you're doing. Um, and we'll give you the opportunity to collaborate with your partner in those things. So one of the questions I have is when the app is kind of telling, not telling you, but advising you how to proceed in your relationship, are they, is it suggesting things to do offline, like take a walk with your partner or go out to get a bite to eat or like what kinds of things? Yeah. So fantastic question. So it, it does. It absolutely encourages you to do things offline. So the intent is obviously to bring this better love into your real life, not your virtual life. And the way we will do that is twofold. One, there is a component of the app that is about activities. So we actually purchased a company called Scout, uh, scoutitnow.com. It's going to be fully integrated into our love by February. Uh, so by the time this is... Uh, the audience is hearing this, it should be accessible entirely out of our love. Scout is an app designed for busy parents. It's designed for a busy parent that has children and they're looking for age and interest appropriate activities for these kids uh, or for their family. Uh, I was interested in Scout because Scout also represented a great opportunity to create the similar, a similar experience for adults because we also are uh, interested in certain things based on our age and our interests, right? So we're going to create an age and interest appropriate uh, date night slash quality time engine to help you and your partner decide on some shared activities that you want to engage in uh, uh, outside of the app. Now, there's a fun game to help you identify which activities uh, to do on any given time. I'm not going to get into the details, uh, but I think most people are going to find that uh, entertaining. Just the the, the, the the mayor deciding on what to do, which for a lot of people sometimes can be <laughs> can be a source of some tension or, or you know, uh, if not tension, at least some angst, right? We have so many things to choose from. What do we do? We're, we're going to help people uh, do a better job with that. Then there is the aspect of when we help you help your partner, right? So as your partner tells you that they have not had a very good day, as an example, as we get to know your partner through the app, we're going to recommend the activities that we think are going to lift your partner's spirit. So Marty, if we know that your husband or your spouse going on a walk with you is going to lift your spirit when you have a bad day, because we've done that and you've reported to us that, yeah, I, I felt much better. I had a really crappy day. Uh, but my partner and I took a walk and, and that really made an impact. Well, guess what we're going to recommend to your spouse, among other things, as something that they might uh, suggest to you. So some people may say, well, yeah, but it's not organic, right? I don't want my partner to pick from a list of five things. I want him to just know me. Get over that. <laughs> yeah, Get exactly. over that. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I love this because you know what? I had this revelation just now. It's infusing the art of play in a relationship. And I think as busy parents who have a lot going on, we don't do enough of that. I think in general, people don't have enough play infused in their life, but this takes, you know, a couple and maybe they're, you know, they're very busy with their work and demanding jobs and stress and all that. And it makes it fun again. It like almost goes back to like dating when you didn't have kids potentially, may, you, may, you may have kids when you're dating, but you know, so that, just sounds so fun to me. And like you said, like it's making suggestions. It sounds very personal, first of all, because they're getting to, once they get to know you and what you like, they're making suggestions to your partner, which sometimes it's not, yeah, it's picking from a list, but you know what? At least you're picking, at least you're doing something. Otherwise you're just guessing and, 
you know, buying your wife flowers when they don't even care about flowers. And so they're trying to do something, but it's not effective. That's, that's exactly right. I mean, look, I think I think we're at a point in history uh, where the uh, velocity of things coming at us uh, as as adults in the world is overwhelming. Whether you know, obviously, we've all experienced the trauma of the last couple of years, um, and for many of us, it's it's been a cause to reflect on uh, how we're living our lives and what we're valuing and and uh, and perhaps what we're teaching our children about what matters. Um, you're right. I think that ultimately what people discovered over the last couple of years is that they don't need to be so serious all the time. Uh, it's okay to play. Uh, in fact, you should play. You should unwind. Uh, you know, and, and, and you need to do that with your partner. I think the big challenge that we are hoping to make a, a difference in is that many of us have, uh, because technology makes it easy, uh, to access entertainment on our own, have learned to self-soothe and self-entertain. Now, those are really important skills, right? I and mean, if you're not in a relationship, being able to self-soothe is critical. And even if you are in one, quite frankly, you shouldn't depend on your partner uh, to be your soothing mechanism. Nevertheless, learning how to relax together in ways other than just watching TV, right? Learning to, to, to communicate more effectively, right? One of the very cool features in our app, and, and uh, by February, we will have an early version of it, is a chat product that will help you mitigate conflict. And what I mean by that is the intent of our chat product is that as you communicate with your partner, when we recognize communication and we think is counterproductive, we're going to alert you to that in real time. We're going to say, whoa, whoa, hold up. You don't want to send that. Here's a better way to say this, right? And the intent is it's it's because ultimately a lot of people use shorthand and, and they don't recognize the impact of their words or lack of words. Uh, brevity is a wonderful thing in some instances. In other instances, it comes across as cutting and unloving. We're going to know more about you and your partner. And, and I want to be very clear. This isn't, you know, this is not a, you know, a, a, a big brother situation. The information is going to be self-contained. We have uh, world-class experts in, in data security on this team. Uh, you're, you should not feel vulnerable uh, sharing with your partner in, in our environment. But our objective is to try to humanize technology in some way, right? Make it possible for you and the resources at your disposals to help you and your partner live better, more meaningful uh, uh, lives where you're, you're, you're feeling closer, more connected, and, and there's less conflict. So we're going to help you because 75% of people under the age of 50 uh, are doing are doing a significant amount, if not the majority of their communication, uh, through text with their significant other. And, and a lot of them, <laughs> English teachers around the country are going to nod their heads vigorously, are not amazing communicators. Right? <laughs> so we're, our, goal, our goal is to help you with that. Our goal is to help you with that. Let, let's, let's try to cut out those silly arguments that fester, that are the reason that you know, one of you is going to come home uh, today at some future point when we are actually back in the world full time. And something silly that was avoidable um, has caused you to withdraw uh, or caused you to be hostile. Let's try to find ways technology can help us avoid these things now. And, and we're going to bring that to our, to our users. And by the way, our users, we're going to refer them as our friends because our intent is to develop a product that we would be proud to have our friends using. And every single feature we're going to be bring, bringing to the marketplace, our goal is that it will be the kind of uh, feature or benefit that our friends are going to be able to use to live more meaningful lives. That's the intent. 
That's so cool. So asking about that chat feature, is that, so is the app looking at your texts or are you actually chatting in the app when you have to tell your spouse something or your partner? So not to get overly technical, but there is a, <laughs> uh, a whole generation of uh, uh, machine learning or uh, uh, analytics that is based on natural language understanding and natural language processing. So I'll let you in on a little secret. Uh, it, it's been less than a year and a half since Google changed its search to natural language understanding. So previously, when you would type in the word Apple, uh, Google would not know if you mean the fruit or the company. But using natural language processing, natural language understanding, they are much wiser now in understanding, well, you know, based on my interaction with Marnie, she definitely means the company, not the fruit, right? So natural language understanding and natural language processing really is a, it's a fancy phrase, but what it really means is that every sentence we, everything we write or everything we say has a weight. The weight is either, it's either a negative uh, contributor to outcome, it's a neutral uh, contributor to outcome, or it's a positive contributor to outcome. And ideally, most of our communication is gonna vary from neutral to positive. We are going to be looking not at the words you're writing per se, but at the underlying emotional impact of those words on your partner, uh, most specifically, but also on you. And we're gonna give you advice for how to moderate uh, phrases that may come across intentionally or not as negative. Now, we're not going to change anything for you. We're not going to, if you write X, we're not going to write Y. But if you write X, we may suggest Y, give you the opportunity to uh, change X to Y. Okay, I need that. I need that in my text message. <laughs> <laughs> well, look, we, I, 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 I think we all do, right? And, and, and um, it's, it's not because we're bad. It's not because we're inconsiderate. Some of us may be, but Oftentimes, it's because we're busy. We're busy. And one of our goals here is to help busy people communicate better and more lovingly with one another. That's great. <laughs> um, okay, so you talked a little bit about meditations, and you specifically mm -hmm. talked about a couple's meditation, uh, which I love this idea. Um, can you talk a bit more about, well, how that's going to work on your app, but just in general? Yeah. How this practice that's specifically designed for couples can help infuse more love and strengthen a relationship. So I, I'm delighted to. So, so Brian Israel, uh, who's a dear, dear friend of mine, he's married to one of my best friends. Uh, and he's actually, uh, by, by day, he's a uh, high-powered environmental attorney. <laughs> so he runs the environmental practice at a major law firm. And actually, at the beginning, of, and Brian is a spiritual, lovely, just, just an unbelievable soul. And the beginning of 2020, when people were dealing with the just the, the emotions around being at home and, and COVID, he started a podcast uh, or essentially a daily conference call uh, for uh, employees of his law firm, which has thousands of employees around the world uh, and clients. And uh, it grew substantially. Uh, people started dialing in uh, that had nothing to do with uh, with Arnold Porter uh, or, or Brian. And uh it's grown into a, a, a this beautiful thing where on a daily basis he he's been uh, running meditations and the meditations are now available on Spotify and, and on other podcasts. Uh, so uh, I, I'll be happy to send you a couple. But the beauty is this: already on Hour Love, there are uh, four or five couples meditations uh, that have been recorded. The idea behind the couples meditation is that these meditations are going to be designed specifically to be done together with your significant other. Uh, ideally. Uh, you're going to be sitting comfortably, you're going to be holding hands, you're going to be listening, you're going to be doing the breathing together, 
Uh, and I, I, uh, I'll vow to you that if you uh, take the time to do some of Brian's meditations, uh, you will feel exponentially better about yourself and about your partner and about life, uh, about the purpose, uh, your purpose here on this planet. And it doesn't mean that you have to be a person of faith, uh, or, or uh, if you are, I think you'll, it may be a little bit easier. But even if you're not, I think you'll find enormous power and strength uh, in, in the meditations we're going to provide. And they're going to be available in the, in, in, the, in the app. So if you're someone that's interested in the meditations, we're going to let you know every time a new one is up. One of the things we're going to be doing is we're going to be interacting with you. Uh, there, there are all sorts of games and, and fun and things to do in the app, but we're going to send you messages if you allow us to send you messages to, to, to engage with you and, and ensure that you are picking up the habits and, and or playing the games that we think are going to strengthen your relationship. We're going to do the same thing in meditations. If we think that there's a, uh, for example, if we know, let's, let's use the example of uh, a, a bad day, right? Stephanie, you're having a terrible day. Your partner can see that because you're updating the app. Uh, and we know that you really love doing the meditations together. Well, guess what? We're going to most likely highly recommend to your partner that they say, you know, Stephanie, I know you've had a rough day. I'd love to spend 10 minutes with you uh, holding hands and listening to a meditation. I I'm going to guess, I'm going to go out on a limb, Stephanie, and say, if your partner said that to you, that in and of itself yes. would make you love him more and better, right? Oh, oh my God, totally. That that, yeah. yeah. <laughs> what a great, like, yeah. It, um, this is awesome. Yeah. Um, so, Tal, as we start to wrap up this conversation, we love leaving our listeners with some simple tips that they can implement immediately into their lives. What would you suggest that someone could do right now to show their partner some love? You can, you can literally open your phone right now, open a text and tell your partner, you know, regardless of where you are right this minute, you, you, can, you can almost always say something kind about them to them. Uh, find something about them that really is meaningful and let them know that you appreciate it. You can say, you know, we, I know it's been rough lately if it's, that's where you are, but I want you to know this, okay? That's something you can do right this second. The other thing you can do is assume positive intent. So many of us, for one reason or another, oftentimes having very little to do with our partner, much more to do with trauma that we're bringing from our childhood, really struggle to separate the meaning of words from the deliverer of those words. Try to believe that your partner means well. If you start from a place of believing your partner means well, you'll find that you can be more gentle. And I'm a huge believer in gentleness as a strategy for love. Um, so those are two things people can do right now. Uh, I would also say that if you happen to be in a relationship where there are uh, children that are not biologically both of yours, one thing you could do is say something kind about your partner's children. Uh, we, we oftentimes don't realize that when, when our partner uh, is bringing children into a relationship, they are extremely vulnerable and they desperately want you to care and love and respect their children. And that's not always easy. Sometimes children, we don't know, especially teenagers, they can be assholes, okay? Mm -hmm. That's just the way of the world. But there's still beautiful things about them. And if you can find a minute and tell your partner what you value about their children, that will pay huge dividends. So those are three things I think people can do right now. Those are great tips. Thank you. Really great. Tips. And so simple when you just think about it. Yes. And sure. free. They're free, right? I mean, they are um, free. 
But sometimes it's those simple, easy things that are and actually so is the most our difficult. App, by the way, so right. Okay, well, I want to talk <laughs> shameless, about the app. So. Shameless plug, yeah, shameless no. plug. The app is also free. You do not have to. Certainly, we welcome. Uh, we we intend in time to offer uh, features that will uh, be available to subscribers. Uh, but the app is free. Our, our intent is to democratize love. We think, regardless whether you make uh, five thousand dollars, zero dollars, or five million dollars, uh, you should have access to love. Um, obviously, if you make $5 million, it's a little bit easier. Uh, but for the vast majority of us, uh, we want love to be accessible. So we're not, uh, we're, we're going to provide a very fulsome product that's going to be free. Well, I love that because that, I mean, it's part of our podcast and our mission. We believe that, you know, health and wellness is uh, a birthright. You know, it's not something that's only available if you have certain monetary means. So, Tal, where can people find you, find the app? How do we download it? You already said it's free, which is great. Um, yeah. So, uh, so you can find us at our.love, not ourlove.com, but our.love on the web. You can download our app. Come, I believe by the time this, uh, this is run, you will be able to download the app at the App Store uh, for either iOS or Android. Uh, you can reach... You can reach us uh, uh, through the uh, website, um, and we are absolutely eager uh, to hear from you. So as you download the app, you'll see that you can go into settings uh, and interact with us. And, and we are, in the early days, we are, we are uh, uh, as, as excited about getting feedback from folks about how uh, certain features or capabilities might impact their lives as we are about the features we're introducing. We've done a lot of focus groups. Uh, we feel like we're, we're, delivering, uh, we're gonna be delivering a product that's gonna check a lot of boxes, but, but we're certainly eager to hear uh, ideas from, uh, from folks as they get engaged with us. Well, I'm excited to get engaged and try it out. <laughs> I appreciate it. And do this as well, tell your friends, right? Uh, so you understand how a lot of these apps uh, survive or don't survive. Uh, a lot of it depends on adoption, right? Uh, how many, uh, mm -hmm. how many of you who are listening make the decision? You know what? Uh, yeah, when I get home, I have to walk the dog. I have to check the mail. I have to maybe cook dinner. But I will take a second. I'll download this app. I'll get engaged with it. Maybe I'll tell some friends. Uh, maybe I'll tell some some relatives. Um, you know, if you care about love, if you think that love is a mission critical resource in 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 your existence, uh, then we need your help. Uh, you know, we need to spread more love in this world. I mean, you were talking about free and here's a really interesting thing about love. I mean, to me, love is energy, right? I mean, it's, it's, it, love is, is, is quite frankly, uh, a resource. It's, 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 in some respects, no different than, than fuel, uh, because it fuels our soul. The beauty of love is the more you have it, uh, it has absolutely zero impact on your neighbor's ability to have just as much of it. It's an infinite resource. It's an infinite energy resource. And you're having more of it will, in all probability, lead to other people around you having more of it, whether they're your spouse, your children, the cashier, the grocery store, your neighbor, your coworker, because people who are happier in their romantic relationships are definitionally more inclined to be kind. And kindness fuels love. And this is a virtual cycle. So I encourage you to come in and join us in this journey because it, it will require as many of us as possible to lean in. That, that I was love beautiful. What you just said, because it has a ripple effect in it on your health. 
I bet there's probably statistics out there that say people that have loving relationships are healthier and live longer. Like you said in the beginning. I, so Stephanie, I have the data. Are. People in yes. happier relationships live four to eight years longer. Okay. So we're talking about four to eight years that you're happier in. Right. Think about that. Think about well, that. I'm super excited for February yes. 14th and for this app to roll out. Um, so tall, as we wrap up this conversation, one thing we like to ask all of our guests is what does the art of living well mean to you? Oh, wow. It's, you know, it's, it's such a great question and I could probably wax poetic about it for life. For me personally, it starts with having an impact on the world that when I close my eyes and go to bed, I feel that I left the world slightly better today than it was before I woke up that morning. And, and there are different manifestations of that. Some of them are extremely minor. Some of them are major. But if you simply aspire to make the world a little bit better, your, whatever part of it you touch, a little bit better, a little bit more joyful, uh, that to me is, is living well. In my personal case, you know, I have incredible children. Uh, my oldest, Sophia, uh, is, is a, a sailor in the U.S. Navy. Uh, after graduating four year, uh, with a four-year college degree, she chose to join the Navy. I'm so proud of her. My daughter, Elaine, will be a nurse in three months. My son, Jacob, is a freshman in college. And I've got a, a beautiful stepson, John. And, and all of them are wonderful. And to me, part of the art of living well is interacting with them in some way, shape, or form as many days of the week as possible, some touch point. Um, you know, I'm not one of these parents that will reach out and say, why haven't you called me? Why haven't you? Why haven't you? It's not about guilting. I just want to make their lives a little bit brighter. Maybe I send them a joke. Maybe I send them a smiley face. Maybe I tell them how proud of them I am. But those are things you can do almost every day that will bring you joy, and bring other people that you care about so deeply joy. You know what? I'm, I'm not necessarily a very religious person. I'm more of a traditional person. But honoring your father and your mother, if you're fortunate enough, you're blessed enough as I am, to have living parents, um, take some time to reach out to your parents. Be patient with them. Understand uh, you know, that your parents, wherever they are, whatever, wherever they are on their journey, even if they weren't the best parents or if they were, they're human beings. Uh, your touch of them, ideally, uh, if, it's, if it's full of grace, uh, will have an impact on their lives. So live well by touching people with, with good intent to, to uh, encourage them to live better themselves. And, and you'll find that it's, 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 it becomes easier and easier and it builds and builds and, you know, positivity is like, it, it becomes uh, a joyful center uh, for you to live your life off of. And that's, that's living well for me. Just try to be positive, present, supportive, kind, loving, generous, gentle. And my God, life is a lot better when you do those things. Well, that was so beautiful, Tal. And honestly, you are doing all those things just through this conversation and what you've started in, um, in your latest business. So, and it seems well, so thank, simple, thank right? It, 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 it is. sounds it is simple. simple, but it is simple. It's, it's harder not. when, yeah, it's, it's yeah. harder because we have so many things going through our minds and we feel so busy and it did, you know what, this is the Netflixication of our lives. So many options, <laughs> <laughs> so many things to do. It becomes really, really hard to decide what to do. The idea of our yeah. app is we're going to help you do those things you need to do that are not difficult. They don't take a lot of time. They're actually mostly fun uh, to help you and your partner love each other more and better. And you'd be amazed the the, the impact that can have on the rest of your life. Yeah. 
Well, thank you. Well, so thank you much. so much for this conversation today. We can't wait. It's dropping right two days. This episode will drop just a couple of days after Valentine's Day, which is when the app will launch. And yeah, we can't wait for everyone to feel more love and and share that with others. So well, it's been a huge pleasure and a huge honor to be with you on this uh, podcast today. I really appreciate you having me on. Absolutely. Thank you. Have a great day. All right. Yeah. You as well. Bye-bye. Thank you so much for listening to the Art of Living Well podcast. We are so grateful that you joined us today. If you enjoyed this episode, please share it with a friend or anyone else you think may benefit from this information. We'd love for you to subscribe to our podcast, leave us a review, and tag the Art of Living Well podcast on social media. If you want more inspiration in between episodes, you can find us on social media at the Art of Living underscore well on Instagram and Facebook, where we will share snippets from our daily lives and our journey to living well.